That's only 20 more than what we have, right? 104 active or something like that? 110 active? Welcome to Game of Nodes, a weekly podcast from independent validator teams. Welcome to Game of Nodes, a weekly podcast from independent validator teams. And uh, we're discussing expansion of validator sets again um or at least is it expansion of validator sets or is it expansion of business opportunities i don't know uh but there's quite a few launches uh can we talk about can we talk about the launches tomorrow are we going to be here tomorrow that was a poorly phrased question i think can uh, we talk about the launches that are occurring tomorrow is that what you mean yeah oh, yeah okay. no. <laughs> I, mean, I, th- I thought that was implicit in Schultz's like, wording. We only had the show once a week. <laughs> well, I mean, the wording was ambiguous, but I thought the meaning was clear. It could only really be one of the listeners. So, so this you didn't is, want to instantly. I know we're all drinking. We just leave the the potty. Semantics hey, matter. Okay. This this is a podcast <laughs> that is is all right, extremely accurate actually. in all aspects. So wait, wait. Before we get onto that point, I do want to. So Schultz is correct. I in your we were talking about the aptos stress net that's coming up starting uh monday and we we're all running multiple nodes for that and i thought that they were gonna i thought that might be because they're expanding the set uh, which would allow someone on this call to be able to get into that set but now i'm realizing (laughs) but but now i'm realizing that 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 he's correct that we're running that because there's 113 validators in the set today but some of those are much smaller in terms of stake and so it's the larger stake Genesis valves that are performing two nodes apiece to be able to make up that total number, which is about a 10 more than what's currently in Genesis, which means the door that I thought was open for our fourth colleague is actually much smaller. Maybe it's just a sliver of a crack. I thought it was I wide mean, open. Yeah. I really did. I, I, I totally misread what was going on here. So after I think a I year, I am... Too. I am pretty used to being ignored by the Actors <laughs> Foundation. Um, you're beat down. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the life of an Aptos validator to some extent. I mean, it's, honestly, it's, it's a life—it's a life of any validator. Any ecosystem. Any yeah. When when you're not being ignored, is when you've got problems, really. Yeah. <laughs> I've noticed that when right. when I'm being ignored, I have a quite easy life, and um, when we're not being ignored, it's usually because there's something new about to happen and uh because we're relatively on the ball with things um we've you know that just just need a bit of help testing something that's going to involve a, a hairy operation in production and you're like listen i, I mean the, the the this in this job you can't fall in love so you can't fall in love with like a chain or the idea of a chain or being in a specific set because or your colleagues, or <laughs> you or can't fall in love because because it's health. it's all fleeting, right? Like you could get pushed out of that set. Like we've been pushed out of osmosis like three times, right? Like I really want to be in that set. Do I have the capability of holding on to that and wanting to do that and blah 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 and investing that? Not necessarily, but you can't fall in love with that, right? You just have to move on to the next one and see who takes you to the dance. And even if you're in the dance, hell, like you still might have the op- you still might get, uh, I don't know. So it's kind of like. You go home with somebody else. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a combination of what Artifact says uh, when he says, oh, you got to kiss a thousand frogs. You do. And, I was going to bring up Artifact as well. And, and, it, or, and I would say combining it with the wisdom of punk, uh, mastermind, genius man, Jeff Rosenstock. Nothing's forever, dude. Nothing is forever. 
Nothing's forever, dude. It's what's spray painted on the back of a guitar that is within my eye line. And it may be pithy, but it is one of those quotes where you're just like, as the chorus to a song, you're just like, devastatingly accurate and infinitely quotable because it's just true. Anyway, thanks, Jeff, for that one. Brutal. That That's like one of my, my favorite things that Artifact taught me when we were out in East Denver. He was like, all right, when you get a good business contract, here's the most important thing I can teach you. Sit down and shut up. Don't even let them know that you <laughs> exist because once you exist, they realize they have to pay you still. So just sit down, shut up, make sure they don't ever have to contact you and try not to contact them. <laughs> She'll see you. I was like, wow. Wait, wait, wait. wait. But that, but funny. hold up, hold up. That means no your pick. That is like, that's the antithesis to everything we teach on the Game of Nose Get Rich seminar. That is true. But once you've already yopped to the top, then where do you go? Once you've yopped to the top, you're like, all right, I've done, I'm here. I'm just going right, to... It's the King like... Louie problem from the Jungle Book. You've yopped <laughs> to the top and you've had to stop. And that's what's bothering you, man. <laughs> Shiltsy, did did John tell you that specific story? Yes, it's related to a specific network too. Yeah, but... Uh, oh, as yeah. soon as you open your mouth and like, oh yeah, we're paying you? Yeah, I, I, I heard so that story funny. as well. I know exactly what the story is. <laughs> yeah. I think we were together actually when we might have heard that story. Yeah, Could have been, so yeah. I've not heard this story, so I'll have to ask yeah. him when I see him. Yeah, well, yeah, you I didn't come to East Denver, motherfucker. Right. Yeah, right. You didn't come to fucking Smartcom Barcelona, motherfucker. So. What do I What do I got a private plane? I can just fly around everywhere. Well, I mean, next May. Uh, yeah, yeah, booked in next May. I I got to book flights and a con, but I'll be sleeping on someone's couch because I'll be poor by the time I get there paying for the flight. Well, consensus. Consensus. Yeah, consensus. Yeah. Oh, I just got my ticket for that. I've got. Oh, pass. did it come through? Got, oh, good. It came through that. today. Oh, sweet. All right, I yeah, booked, I, I'm gonna for that as well, but I don't know if I will actually be able to come. Oh my god, it's fucking well, yeah, May I got next dev, year. Well, I got a dev ticket, so I was just like, figure it out. He's got important. Sh- he's he's got important shit going on though. Yeah, I mean, if I get my Viver out of the way, uh, it, I don't know. It's also time away from the family, isn't it? It's fucking ball ache to go. I can't to wait way. to get away from my unborn <laughs> child. <laughs> to go to Texas, no less. That's like it's in Texas. It's in Texas. Texas. Awesome. I thought it was in Denver. At least no, Denver. it's in Austin. Like that, that good low altitude. <laughs> Open carry state, baby. Open carry barbecue. Oh, this is getting less exciting. No abortions. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna keep that? Uh, yeah, Arizona's Arizona's all right. I've been to Arizona. I like that. Fucking hot though. Like hot. What does hot. This? Oh, like it was like Morocco hot. You know when you're like why is anybody out during the daytime because that's the thing that's the thing that's like phoenix arizona right so that you can work normal hours they just mist water everywhere so you're just always walking around in a mist of water and you're like the solution to this has been worked out in every other hot country which is you just don't fucking go to work till 5 p.m and you work till like 11 p.m and then you sleep and you sleep through the hot bit of the day like Go go around Morocco in the summer, like go out go out anywhere at lunchtime. You'll see no cunt because people are smart. Ah, uh, but here's the thing, though: <laughs> Americans think that they're better than nature. That's why you read about hikers that died because they were like in flip flops and no water all the time. You fine. read about it all the time, yeah. Isn't that always a guy in Florida, though? I I read this story. <laughs> oh God, no, no, no! Happens in Oregon like three or four times a year, where they're like. Yeah, we sent the National Guard and the National Guard's all pissy about it because they're like, this 
this guy, he came out here with flip-flops and no water or a backpack. His phone's dead. Why did he do this? His phone's <laughs> dead, and now he is. Went camping without a tent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be to be fair though, like I think the only reason that doesn't happen in the UK is because nowhere is really further than about an hour away from anywhere else. Like <laughs> right, right. We're gonna, like like, like the, we're the greatest lost. wilderness we have is like you could get there in a helicopter in forty five <laughs> right. minutes. Right? <laughs> right. Like literally, you could you could just point any direction and walk, and you'll hit a pub like within two hours. Right. Like I'm not even kidding. Like you can be in the middle of nowhere and you'll, you'll just be like, fuck, I'm actually a bit lost. Yeah. You know, this is pre mobile phones <laughs> or whatever. And you can literally walk up a hill and then just be like, Oh yeah. Cause every Valley has a village. Like there's, there's this thing you do called Duke of Edinburgh where you, it's basically like hiking and outdoors stuff. The long and short of it is at some point when you're about 16, they just dump you in the Peak District for like three or four days. And every night you have to be in a certain place and you have to carry all your food with you in your tent and blah, blah, blah. But but during the day, whatever. And that's literally what happens. You just walk up a hill and you're like, oh, there's a town there. Should we go to the pub? Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, how, how many hours have we got before the checkpoint? Like, oh, do you reckon we're going to get served? Yeah, it's the middle of the Peak District. I think we'll get served. Um, the like only you thing is you're not supposed to they because they because they, they obviously they th- they think about this. You're not supposed to carry any cash on you. You you specifically get given. I think it's like granted this was when I was a kid, right? It's a long time ago. But you're allowed to take a couple of quid for the phone, like for a phone box, um, as like emergency money. But you weren't allowed to right. take you know enough money to buy a meal because then they were like, obviously you'll find a town and then you just buy some food, won't you? You little shits. So you just like put put twenty quid in your sock. they're just like what you got in your pockets you're like nothing and they're like checks out off you go and they'd like just go up a hill and be like there's the nearest village oh the rose and crown looks like a looks like a goer anyway i'm shopping cameras because i'm starting to get some real fomo on null's fucking boca i thought he's tied a fucking iphone to his he did i don't have any extra iphones and like like literally mean? sticky taped an iPhone to my to my screen here. I tried to do the same with an Android phone, and it doesn't like it. Technically, can work, but it's a huge hassle. You've got to like download apps on both sides and jump through hoops and sacrifice a lamb. It's pretty bad. So the, problem- the only way I can get better image than that is to actually have my DSLR up there, but there's a lag and it's annoying. Yeah, I was just shopping. Like, what other options are there? Because I don't even have an old iPhone sitting around. So, and they're all the DSLRs, but you get that whole bunch of issues with that, right? The other problem I've noticed is a lot of these devices are aimed at gamers. And so they're just like all the drivers are Windows and actually don't work super well on Mac. Yeah. So, like this camera on the Windows partition of my Linux box is actually much better quality. Like it works way better. It's like, I think it's a 4K camera. Um, and on the Mac, it's like, Meh, I'll try my best. Did, did you ever yeah. do a, a call with Jake when he had like Linux installed on like an IBM or something? And <laughs> oh, yeah, or on ThinkPad. Yeah, it was like a top yeah. of the line ThinkPad as well. It's all, he it, was, looks like, <laughs> it looks like he's like, you know, um, what's the Matrix when they're like outside of the Matrix and contacting people oh, and like yeah. the screen's always like fuzzy. There's a, there's a Game of Nodes episode with him like that. It's like there's like blue lines cutting across sideways yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's very par for the course, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Um, my uh, one of the academics that that I've been working with uh, oh, is like in, in academia, Linux, where you Linux. go during the week. <laughs> you have, you, when is, you talk is, about is, is, is when you talk about head, same thing. When you got when you talk about school, you have to put breaks in so we can our, we can have time to put our jabs in there. You have to put yeah. that fucking square hat on when you start talking. <laughs> <laughs> the little dingly bit. <laughs> what are you going to do when you're actually Dr. Frey? Because then it's like, we've already been calling you Dr. Frey. It's going to be worn out by that point. Are you going to be Mr. Dr. Frey? I don't I know. Mean, I, imagine, I imagine I would probably just go like, I have a doctorate. Fuck off. You'll, yeah. You'll be, you'll be, you'll be too distinguished <laughs> for this fucking show. Let me tell you that. <laughs> no longer be ironic. <laughs> I am the doctor now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the doctor now. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I... Ben Davis says the fact that Noel has no idea what the hat is called is excellent. What's that square one with the dangly bit? Look, the I'm dangly. a graduate, motherfucker. I mean, is, it, is. is it rich of? Is it a bit rich of Noel to be going on about school when he can barely find the word in the dictionary? But anyway, um, hey man, fuck you. <laughs> we, hey man. we don't have dictionaries here. We I don't get about? on with books. <laughs> yeah i've got a fucking big stack of books over there that i've never read <laughs> <laughs> do you know like the answer is always just in a book it's just a question of whether you read the right one yeah <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> that's kind of, that's kind shut, of shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah this uh this stout is nine percent and it goes down very smooth cool <clears throat> what is a guinness at i'm not sure Oh, Guinness is about 5.2, I think. Yeah, so I think it's quite low. It's is actually that, really low calorie yeah. as well, relatively speaking. 125 calories for a big old can like this? That's like half of what a cider would be. Well, who gives a well, shit about calories? Well, is full of sugar, right? <laughs> yeah. Wow. You guys are kind of harsh there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can't are drink cider. It gives, me, it gives me the indigestion because I'm old. So Yeah, it's quite acidic cider. Yeah, yeah. it is. The fray, um, are you are you taking your beer uh, piss warm in tradition or? Oh, uh, no. Well, no? it's not bitter. You only have bitter at room temperature. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> Come on. I thought you all just oh, did all oh, your fucking beers. Idiot. <laughs> no, like cask. Well, there's there's a difference between um, what's it called? Keg, keg temperature and cask temperature and stuff. Like there's like room and then there's... Um, Oh fucking! Do you know what Ben Davis is in the chat? He'll remember the the correct word and the thing. There's like room temperature, and then there's like cellar temperature for for kegs and casks. Like it shouldn't ever be Piss like warm. the warm beer thing is is like not a thing. Like they're always below room temperature. It's just that they're not cold. I'm a firm believer in all drinks are better colder. Like red wine, don't care. I want it cold. Really? 55 55 oh, yeah. degrees. Whoa, God, we, are, fuck, we cannot drink red wine together. <laughs> wait, how like I don't know what they're doing up in Oregon, but <laughs> wait, like ref, like refrigerator cold? Refrigerator yeah, cold or like throwing. red wine cold? Yeah, refrigerator I, cold. Like the 30 whole, like 37 degree cold, like that yes, type of cold. Yes. Yes. The That's whole wrong. country of France That's like a word. I do put all that I am not happy. They're not happy, you'll see. <laughs> they had they had I mean, very angry vintners. Look, I, I'm not gonna lie, I know people who get their box of wine into their plastic cup and throw some ice cubes in there, and I almost like throw up at the whole situation. 
for a box of. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have oh, box oh, one over oh, there? Oh, oh, you, it, it's got a great name, hasn't it? Is it? It's like a, a Gunda. No. Oh, there's all kinds of names. What was it? It begins with a G, doesn't it? Like the kinds of people who are buying that call it like lady in a boat because it's got a picture of a lady in a boat on it. <laughs> I thought there was like a one word like What's lady in like, a boat. Like like Aussie ism for the for the bag of wine. Oh yeah, goonsack. Goonsack. You are so close. The fact that he didn't just take that, your guess. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> he said a, a gouda. I said like, gunda, which which probably is because I was thinking of Bundy Yabba, but it sounded whatever. like cheese. Like, <laughs> well, it is a cheese. Gouda's oh, well, yeah. a Dutch cheese. Yeah. Yeah, no, they yeah. call it a, a goombag. Um, quite Goom popular. Bag. Yeah. And in the young crowd at the parties with your your goon sack of uh, like just cheap white wine. Yeah. Thing is, though, there's enough deep, like really pretty decent Australian wine that you can probably buy bullshit cheap wine in Australia that's actually like reasonably good. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know, you can get like 20 bucks wine that's half decent here, I guess. But, you sure. know, for a, for something that's actually tastes good and has a good um, like finish and texture, it's like maybe 50 to 80 bucks Australian, I suppose. So it's not like France where it's like three euros and you're like, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. What, is, that, no, no. Is, that, is that like a good fucking hell or a bad fucking yeah, hell? Yeah, good. good. Oh, okay. No, yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are yeah. good Australian I mean, wines, but am, so are we buying those cheaper than you are? Maybe. Well, the, the labor in Australia is fucking expensive. I don't know if you get like a good bulk rate to get it out. I don't know if they got like some sort of trade deal. We have like all kinds of alcohol tax, so you probably get it we do. without the tax. Yeah, but um, to be honest, like when I was in the States last, I went and looked at the liquor stores and I'm buying, um, you know, like good whiskeys for cheaper here than what you are by a fair margin. Liquor is pretty expensive here. Actually, we talked about dependent as well. It is. It is extremely state dependent because because overriding tax, similar to gasoline, things like that. Um, I just want to say from the chat, Ben Davis says the poshest person I know has their red wine cold. However, from memory, okay, I'm not going to dox the area of the country that Ben, I believe, lives in, but I will just say that the poshest person that lives there probably isn't very posh. Shots. Ah. <laughs> Jeez. I would. I, I nearly then made a joke in the accent, and then I realized I was also doxing. <laughs> so out of respect, I'm just going to mute my mic, have a little chuckle to myself, and then... Um, yeah, we have done alcohol tax chat before, though. So unless you want me to get the banner, the totally tax time banner out. <clears throat> I'm trying to remember the, what what which I can do. Wines. Oh, Jacobs Creek and uh, what? No, not Jacobs Creek. Um, that's like a cheap Pen- Penfolds. Penfolds. I have some Penfolds here. That's a that's a damn good wine. Well, Jacobs Creek is the cheap one, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think just, the other one, uh, Two Hands, is that another one? I think that's Australian. Those are all good, but those are probably those are eighty dollars. Two hands. Those are probably eighty bucks here. Did you just sneak a reference into something there? No, no, I did not. Okay, Um, so back to the question that kicked off this entire meander. Mm. Can we talk about the chain launch that is tomorrow? Oh, yeah, let's talk about it. Dydx. Yeah, what's the other one? Celestia. Dydx and Celestia. Well, Celestia is tomorrow? tomorrow. I don't think it's tomorrow. Celestia is soon, isn't it? Well, I mean, well, t- there, no, no, Celestia. 
Well, well for, the, the airdrop's already happened, so I guess the chain must be running. Hang on, wait, what the fuck? Uh, are you doing? No, so the, the airdrop, the way that worked was you had to register it on testnet that you wanted it for mainnet. Kind of weird. <sighs> okay. okay, what the fuck? So right, they would have had a matter? contract and then snapshotted the contract and then put that in the genesis. Yeah, yep, I mean, yep, yep, yep. well, except that, well, will the state? Well, yeah, the state will work, but only if you do some fucking. Okay, fine, whatever. But I, I thought the Celestia wasn't Cosmism enabled, so how? <clears throat> no, um, yeah, I, got, I guess they could have. I guess they could have a, a custom module, couldn't they? It, that would make more sense. They have a custom module. They snapshot the state of it and then they throw it in the genesis. Um, and then when the chain initializes, you can have five fucking tokens worth nothing. So you know, I think you're overthinking it. The snapshot thing could have just been like them accepting a transaction and then exporting it to a CSV that they manually upload via script later into the Genesis. Like, <laughs> I mean, you could also do that. Yeah, actually. I think I have a Rust script that does that. Yeah, I mean, if I were to do it, that's basically what I would do. It'd be so much easier than like relying on actual Cosmos SDK stuff. I'd just be like, okay, they hit yes, pop it into the CSV, let's go. I've seen quite a few uh, Node.js Jason Wrangling <laughs> scripts. It's actually one of the few times when you're like, oh yeah, parsing a massive JSON file is not ideal. Back to CSV is the fucking best. CSV is great. Line by line format that you can lazily read. You, you never run out of memory. You can parse an infinite CSV, folks. Do yourself a favor. Just use CSV. It's a text file. It's widely understood. You can serve it over a web browser Every browser understands it. Every web server understands it because of the HT, you know, the headers. It's just supported everywhere by everything. What happens um, if you need to use a comma in your data? You have to escape it. Mm-hmm. That sounds yeah. annoying. Um, I mean, anything that would be exporting it would just do it automatically. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you should just write better software if you have like, a problem with that. <laughs> <Duh. Nah. laughs> uh, it's, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's that. Um, DYDX tomorrow. Yeah, DYDX. V4. D4. V. Yeah. V4. Yeah. So D DYDX, man, I am pretty like, I don't want to say excited, but I'm pretty interested in the whole situation, the whole show, um, mainly because it is the only, well, it's the first chain to launch with significantly different tokenomics. And it's going to be operating on V3, which is on Ethereum and the new DYDX chain simultaneously for a while. So people don't have to like go straight over. But I think it indefinitely was the word I heard until they figured it out. So I think it's got a long while. Really? Actually. Really? Well, they, they said, I mean, a long while, meaning like I, I think there's so many people who've written kind of trading type of structures Bots. on V3. Yes. That and large traders that they said, we're not messing with any of that. So anyway, there, there's there's a bridge which is built into the new chain, um, which is kind of cool. It's got the Oracle, which is built into the new chain, which is also kind of cool because everybody knows how much of a fucking pain in ass it is to maintain an Oracle. Um, and also, but on the tokenomics, besides all the token unlocks and all the regular bullshit, the rev like there's no inflation so once once the token launches the the supply is the supply and all of the supply comes from ethereum so if you want to have tokens on the dydx chain you got to bridge it and nothing is created or 
or destroyed on the DYDX chain itself. So all of the tokens already exist. You have to bridge them over. There's a bunch of token unlocks on Ethereum very soon, like in, what is it, November sometime. Um, but all of the revenue is paid in USDC. So all the revenue oh, on the chain, that. it's all from trading on the chain and it's all paid in USDC to the stakers. So, Well, I knew that it was all in USD or all paid to the stakers. I just didn't realize that it was denominated in USDC. Yeah, so if you have a look at your um, your testnet validator, you'll see that you have no commission in um, that IBC denomination, which is the um, DYDX, but you will have just like a bunch of USDC from the uh, trading fees. So pretty awesome. To me, that means that you can actually value that chain traditionally, like where you would use a discounting plus return method to actually value what that coin should be worth based on an expected return plus some risk. Um, so I think I calculated it uh, this week. <clears throat> that, And this is uh, not financial advice for anyone and my math is pretty bad. It's on the back of an envelope. But um, my, my rudimentary calculation was fair value of about six bucks based on a 10% return in stable coins. So um, where's that where's that USDC liquidity coming from? Like is that how are they minting that? Is that like native they've already like, they're minting it in Genesis. So it's it's already in a um, like a module controlled account from Genesis. So as people bridge it comes out of that account. But what's supposed to come from Noble? Oh, so they're buying Noble. Oh, sorry, the USDC, it? not the DYDX. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they, are they uh, yeah, buying they probably, that? They probably have a deal with Noble. I mean, they have to purchase I, it, right? Because Noble is basically buying it from Circle or however that fucking works. Probably, yeah, I yeah. imagine so. So they're so, and then I, and then do they are there pools associated with that or no? Like uh, how? Like it, no, I mean, well, it's a market. Yeah, like the trading platforms. Uh, um, it's a book, so you don't. It's really an order need. book, right? So there's just yeah. a straight order book for that. For so they're so th- those reserves on USDC, those are. DYDX, DYDX owned reserves. And so based on staking and other types of things, that's basically coming out of that that structure. Well, and they on. Have why, why reserves? Why do they need reserves? Where's USDC coming? Who, who? It, it comes from the traders. So when the traders trade, they have to have USDC balance. Oh, I see. So that's a fee that's coming in from the traders on the USDC side. Yeah. So when you trade, it I takes gotcha. a fee and that's instantly distributed to the stakers. I gotcha. I gotcha. Instantly? Or is that a Epic based? Oh, I I couldn't tell you that, but I, I would assume okay. it was. It, I'm assuming it's by block. Wow. Okay. Cool. So so you have to have USDC to trade, then that gets basically distributed based on. Oh, there goes the tape. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no. Uh, uh, my FOMO has kind of disappeared a little bit. That's expensive. I mean, someone just needs made. to make a fucking bracket for these things that doesn't they, only attach to a f- fucking Apple monitor. They, uh, they do. Getting the gorilla mount. Yeah. Well, also the gorilla mount where you strap in your phone and then it's got the three legs and you can just attach it to fucking anything. They, well, oh, I know you're talking about the one that can like anchor over. Yeah. Those that's flexible. one. I've got one yeah. of those in a, in a box somewhere around here. It's super useful. Um, just um, that is fucking hilarious. So they, I but just, there's a shit. Go look at just Google. Google. Go on Amazon. Look for like a iPhone monitor mount. There's like a thousand of them. So for those of you listening on the podcast players, we know you do exist. Um, what has just happened here is Null's uh, iPhone 
has fallen off his monitor, whacked into the table, and he's now fiddling with it. If you're wondering what we're talking about, that is it. And if you're thinking we're 30 minutes in and we haven't talked about the news yet, you'd be right. So... Um, well, just hold to, on. We deserve yeah, a little credit. We yeah. talked about DYDX. I mean, we, we talked about the DYDX, active DYDX. conversation. To be fair, it's pretty, it's pretty active, and it was actually interrupted, if anything, quite a flowing conversation by the demise of the iPhone. So, you know, I shouldn't be so down on on what's happened so far. I do see, um, I do see it sliding down the monitor because your head keeps going up in the frame. <laughs> so, so the frame. I don't think we're finished on DYDX because I saw you put up the the circle stake logo even for just a brief second but i think <laughs> this i think this spits in the face of the circle stake narrative and i would like to hear your opinion on that i mean they're basically doing what kajira is doing right except for kajira well, would be got, better yeah kajira's got no inflation so and their fees are paid in trading yeah well, that's so their, that's their own stable though right uh no so the way that kajira does it is they basically all trading like probably take your end maker fees, go to stakers as well. And so you end up with just an insane amount of tokens in your commissions. In I think it probably, I think it'd make more sense to probably do what DIYDX is doing is where it probably goes into some sort of escrow and then it converts it to USDC and then pumps it to the stakers. I think that's a really well, smart idea. I, I think that they should just change their system so that all fees are paid in IST. Or USK or whatever the fuck they USK. Got. USK. So I was going to say, I think actually the fact that they are trying to make a system that pays for itself is admirable. And as Noel says, I will give credit. For, I don't think it is. I think it is, does fly in the face of the circle state narrative. So heavily pushed by the cynical Mr. Frey. However, um, <clears throat> the honorable so, future Dr. Frey. So fucking what? So uh, I started writing my first paper, right? Um, and it is on systemic risk, and very heavily influenced by a certain prop that you may have seen in the cosmos, causing some drama in the last couple of years. Um, but there's essentially there's a narrative that says that a lot of the stuff that privacy nerds care about is like future problems like nobody's going to de, de- anonymize you um anytime soon your money's as good as anybody's public ledgers are great um that's this that's the kind of general consensus in well is it general consensus that's arguably the general consensus contention here is very much overtaken by events that is not the case and uh you know uh Oh, actually, I was going to say, you you know, and I remember that Usurper was not, in fact, at the conference in Amsterdam where I saw Artifact, where on the trade floor, every single company that went to this fintech conference that was anything to do with blockchain was all about scraping a blockchain and trying to work out who the fuck all the people were. And it was a bit embarrassing that obviously a bunch of VCs had thrown a load of money at these companies and then they'd all turned up at the fintech conference with 20 of the same fucking product but what it does tell you is that a lot of money is being spunked up the wall in the bear market (laughs) on how can we find out who the fuck you are and what the fuck you're doing on open ledgers that is the big game in town the last two physical blockchain meetups i've been to a company has been presenting on that being like hey we're not the enemy we want to work with you we have all these reasons that we care about your privacy but we are also systematically working to undermine your financial um privacy 
fucking assholes. Anyway. Um, well, see, the thing is, all you need is some sort of like scan for your eye so you can like identify yourself on the chain privately and then it can be stored in a central database. It's very, very sensible, really. It's really, um, yeah. And you can get so, AI involved with this somehow. So, so anyway, the long and short of it is I'm writing a paper that says if you have a public ledger, uh, token fungibility is fundamentally a myth. It's a myth that relies only on the good grace of the system. And granted, a lot of economic systems basically rely on the system continuing as if all of the failure modes don't exist, right? That's a given. But every time we talk about all these systems that rely on stable coins, I look at a stable coin and I look at the fact it is an account-based abstraction and I go, that is fucking massive systemic risk. Um, so the whole thing kind of seems fucking doomed by design to me now. Maybe I've been thinking about it too much. Um, but stable coins are like the absolute one area where, you know, you could have like shit coins and not be, not have any privacy because most shit coins, you don't have many of them and you use them for really specific things like trading or doing something. And then you trade out of them back into a stable coin. But the fact that most stable coins are still, uh, using account-based abstractions is um and also that like even where they're not like there's obviously people spending hundreds of millions of dollars trying to de-anonymize you i mean it's all uh yeah it's all a bit of a mess so i don't know the the least compelling part of the entire party is the usdc thing for me and i know i'm a fucking prick about usdc being shit anyway so sorry but yeah so wait hold on you're saying that usdc then is less trustworthy than usdt is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying they're all kind of potentially a bit fucked. Okay. But 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 from DYDX's standpoint, because it's systemic risk, it's like the 2008 financial crisis. Like, it's not real until it's real. Like, MBSs aren't going to collapse until they collapse. So YOLO, right, would be my summary of all of that. Like, I think the DYDX model is sound, but the... The stable coins aren't sound. So my beef is with stable coin, not with their general approach. And actually, I think what Noel described is yeah, is is reasonable. I think actually the both of what you guys were saying, shortly what you were saying about escrow and presumably that's related to taxable events. I think that is like that's a to be honest, a programming model that we need to think about more as programmers, I think, in smart contracts and on blockchains, which is you know, rather than you can calculate stuff in shorter epochs or even at block length, but actually batching up um, largest operations into like longer time frames, I think is eminently fucking sensible. And and it is it has been happening as like you know loads of protocols in the cosmos, especially ones that use cosmism that can be changed more quickly, have been changing the way that they work on that respect to cause fewer taxable taxable events, which I think is is a good thing to do and then like Nile says like in in general like the more we talked about this a lot with terra didn't we like back in the day like the closer you are to something comprehensible to a user like a stable coin the more successful your protocol is going to be probably so null's 100 percent on the money with that too i guess well anyway. i i am pretty like just interested to see how it plays out and to be honest like we're not talking small potatoes here either. Like that, that platform does a lot of. Well, so ben, ben, ben Davis in the chat said the interesting thing. One, he said a few things, but one of the interesting things 
is that it's it has a kajira like model um but with volume right yeah and and that i think is the interesting thing it's like okay what if we don't do a circle stake but we also have volume that is it's fucking mad to say that hasn't been tried in the cosmos yet but it's been tried but not with volume (laughs) yeah but but in in as it's also the the trading pairs are far outside the cosmos like it's using tendermint but it's not this is not in this is not a cosmos order book no it's not they they did so bitcoin ethereum like uh chain link like all the all the big boys from ethereum they're not really trading and i I think they like the the thing with dydx is that they're going to as much as possible abstract away the the fact that you're on a dydx uh on a um cosmos sdk chain it doesn't matter right yeah Yeah. to to the users it will be the same experience except faster (laughs) and cheaper and cheaper yeah right so so with all this said the interesting thing here about talking about between Kajira and DYDX and Osmosis is Kajira actually just flipped Osmo. It is now above Osmosis's market cap, which might be some sort of representation of people seeing, oh, well, DYDX has this model. Kajira has a very similar thing. Maybe it'd be worthwhile to, you know, in 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 market cap. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. But Kajira, they, go ahead. But aren't they? They're generating. What does that mean exactly? They're generating their own token, right? So is it? It's not trading volume because I just saw some stat that like Osmosis has like ninety three percent of the trading volume in, in Cosmos. So what is what does market cap mean in that? And do you know what that what they're defining that as? Like just the value of the tokens that are underneath, right? Like yeah, purely yeah. purely well, uh, how much Kuji is, and here's here's the total volume that's out there, and this is what the price is. Yeah, yeah. So like it's above Osmo and CoinGecko right now, which is interesting. It used to be you know a hundred places behind it, or not a hundred. Um, yeah, several hundred places behind it. I'd be I'd be interested in the in the actual volume moving, like that 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 I mean, and the number of like daily users and those types of things. Like, because the other stuff is kind of manufactured, isn't it? Like, it, it's not manu. I mean, it's, it's all manufactured, thing. right? Like, we well, all, yeah. all right. like, <laughs> all right. come on now. All right. All right. Let's not, I don't want to burn the whole house down, but yeah, but like, yeah, well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yes, it all it, means nothing. You're right. And, if we bear it up, I, I have actually realized. I just I was just thinking listening to you guys talking about this and a, an intrusive thought popped into my head which is I think the rebuttal the rebuttal of my paper is actually that you can defeat the systemic risk with a circle stake right so okay. I feel like every time you say circle stake it takes on a different meaning <laughs> it's a very useful term yes. but but right so okay so so you know how the financial crash in 2008 happened right which was that people kept going oh shit we've just uncovered all the systemic risk but what if we made another derivative that would then just amortize our risk into a higher order derivative and then we could sell that even more i think that the problem I'm describing is amortized in crypto in the same way, which is that you're like, wow, shit, there's loads of systemic risk with USDC. But hey, if we put it into Noble in Cosmos and fucking any other ecosystem, whatever, just keep keep fucking spaffing it into more ecosystems, then like eventually the token is so widespread that even if it goes to shit in its original incarnation, like even if Ethereum halted, obviously not going to happen, but the bridge died at the other end there's still noble usdc fucking floating around 
you've just created so many different representations of the same fucking thing that it's too big to fail, right? The circle stake wins. <laughs> I'm so distracted by your fucking like academia look now with your tuft of hair <laughs> and your fucking turtleneck. I had this I had this turtleneck for uh, over a year, you fuckwit. Yeah, but now you're wearing it. So <laughs> I was wearing it last year. You go used back to just hang it in the cupboard and look at night. it and think to yourself, one day, Dr. Frey, one day that fucking day's come and now you're you're you've got it out here. You got that turtleneck's almost touching your fucking ears. You got like this <laughs> it's, uh, tough to shit going over your head now with your it's pretty it's called hair. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be hating just because I got more of it. And uh this is Submariner's jumper. It's a very practical item of clothing for <laughs> the cold northern winters. You look like you're I'll come to your defense. Robinson. I remember that turtleneck. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Just um remember yeah. it hanging on the shelf in the background with all the other it's shit. Great. It's a great fucking jumper. Uh, you're you're kind of slowly morphing into Mad Damon and Goodwill Hunting, and I feel like <laughs> I feel like the rest of us Wait, are just, morphing into a janitor. <laughs> no, we're, the rest of us are Ben Affleck, just trying to be like, "Go, dude, yeah, make it happen, yeah, yeah." <laughs> just don't talk to us like you're talking to Robin Williams, fucking Chucky. <laughs> like the, the way that. I see the rest of us is like a non-player character, just sort of backing up and walking into a door, backing up and walking into a door, <laughs> just. And like the phrase just drives his spaceship over the top of the door. I'm fucking. <laughs> I you know I wish I had actually made a meme of it. I could pre and preload it into our into our slick podcasting software. One of my favorite uh, memes, which is not really a meme because only I fucking use it. But you know, in Goodwill Hunting, when there's that scene where Chucky goes to the job interview that um, I literally can't even remember what Ben 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 Damon. Matt Damon. Ben Damon. <laughs> ben Damon. Uh, Matt Damon. I can't remember what his fucking character's called. Who gives a shit? Doesn't matter. Ben Ben Damon um, is supposed to go to that job interview. And then uh, Chucky goes to it instead. And he's just like, retainer, you know, with his arms wide. And he just leans back in the chair. And they're just like, who the fuck is this Joker? But the look on his face, he's so certain it will work. And of course it does. That is the single best moment in the film. And I have a screen grab of that and occasionally just add a word on top of it. But that's the that's the don't ask, don't get that moment. Retainer. And next week the word's gonna be circle steak. <laughs> circle steak. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, you saw it. You saw it right here first, folks. The fray memeing. I mean, fuck, we should have just you know what? So uh to the title of this podcast, right? We did the whole validators of the real heroes things. I made the fucking t-shirt design, right? That happened. You serpa vetoed it. So the t-shirt saga. Oh, continues. really? I didn't veto. Was, I, just didn't, I just didn't think it was that funny. Was there a vote? Okay. The, he didn't get there was it. no vote. <laughs> do, we need, do, we need a, do we need a prop? We didn't put a prop <laughs> in the DAO, to be fair. I mean, did it really happen if it wasn't voted on? Like, <laughs> if it didn't happen on a public ledger, was it really right. even a thing? Much like much like paying our news guy. Yeah, like it just, well, you know, the super the, the super had a, a fucking an opinion. But, I mean, there's two other people in this DAO. Like, maybe we had a differing opinion. Could have, well, you right. didn't even fucking comment. No. So. Well, that's good. I fucking hated it. I didn't want to hurt your feelings. <laughs> you think my you think my feelings would be hurt by that? You must uh, think I have much thinner skin than I actually have. I don't give a fuck. Um, with that fucking light, I can see through your skin into your fucking bone. That's true. 
That's true. We yeah, it is weird, weird lighting in here for for a guy that's quite brown as well. Although maybe that's <laughs> I, maybe I look far winter. more brown than you right now. I'm not this brown in real life. This is all the camera. Yeah, this is probably more the massively overexposed. Well, to be fair, it's also the camera has like a lighting ring on it. So I'm getting like blasted in the face by really helpful white light. Your right cheek is so fucking overexposed. It's not funny. Like there is not. Yeah, that one. Oh, is it reversed camera? That that cheek is like (laughs) so much overexposure that it's just part half of your face is white. Yeah, it's it's even that way without the reading light. Weird. 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 Um, Yeah, and the weird thing is that this light, I think, yeah, it's kind of more on that side. Fuck knows, mate. Like, literally, the the only thing that's here is a wall. There's a wall there where my hand is. So I don't know. Maybe it's (laughs) reflecting off the wall. Anyway, it's not important. I mean, Should we continue really with the news? Is, is so, paint, so, paint your room black, get some soft boxes. Okay. So here's the thing. Like We've camera. tried a bunch of t-shirt ideas. We've tried the I dump shit coins. We've tried the go mod tidy. None of these things have happened. The one t-shirt design that does exist, it actually exists. We fucking, those of you who are at Cosmoverse may have seen this guy. They do. Ex- <laughs> they, all these exist. It's not the, it's anybody. Can, this one exists. Anyone can create a T-shirt. It's the actual building of the making of the T-shirt. This is where it's all falling apart. I think at this point, our most iconic contribution is this. Yeah. And I think that's the T-shirt. I think by default, by a sheer grinding down, an evolutionary process, a battle to the death, a thunderdome of T-shirt apathy has led us to the only survivor being circle stake the only logical conclusion okay i have to step in here i feel like you feel like that our only contribution <laughs> to society is the circle stake sign i mean it i was still really like funny. the noth veto shirt the noth veto shirt really did it for me That's that one was fantastic did someone design that one? no veto was great yeah i think i think right you ignored it. that yeah. too who, who <laughs> made it i <laughs> said i i said let's go on, I, on no I know we have plenty of good ideas. It's I the actual, it's yeah. It's like, the actual know, creation. It's the we just we all have a problem. We literally order these, but like we're all we, we, do, we do have a problem. We 40. do have a problem with finishing. <laughs> well, I I fucking don't. I got a qu- I got a quote for t-shirt printing. I you and know did you like, just need to know how many. Well, because you need to know how many colors dipshits. Seems for, like you have a problem <laughs> Oh, yeah, Sorry, your t-shirts are legendarily bullshit. Our t-shirts <laughs> were fucking legendarily legendary. So I have actually engaged a artist for a new shirt. To draw a picture of your balls. Look, the content <laughs> is not important at this point. We're still spitballing ideas, but <clears throat> so you hired somebody to redo spitballing. the Kingdoms t-shirt? I have made a hire on an artist mm-hmm. and given them more ideas Dire- direction poke a fucking stick at this is going to look like picasso soup i don't think that paying someone on fiverr counts as hiring is the thing and and do you think your ideas are the direction that person needs i think <laughs> i think they should take my ideas just put them in a box just finesse them. come up with their own ideas which is why i'm paying them five bucks <laughs> 
and then <laughs> and then present those ideas to me and what convince me that I need them. Okay. Then I'll proceed to give them another five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> will, will these shirts be printed before uh, consensus twenty twenty four? I believe Given it our collective it. issues with finishing, I don't know. Don't my fucking issues, mate. He does. He did have. He did. I do have a needle cast shirt. So it, it exists. I mean, I have. Oh, a, it's a great I have shirt. A King Nose shirt. Yeah. Like we all have a shirt. It's just like I do we, have a King Nose shirt. I don't have a shirt. Oh, but you do have a sticker that's on my laptop. So wait, no, I'm pretty sure you do have a fucking shirt because I saw one and oh no, was that sticker? I had a shirt. Oh, had you like know it. what? No. Uh, Highs actually had shirts and hoodies and stuff printed. So there are actually shirts that exist of 505. So I take that back. Yeah, so I, I have a problem sh- finishing, but Highs is sure, not. Does I'm pretty not. sure I saw one in Amsterdam, but there wasn't one in my size. And I was like, ah, damn. Um, what if What if I, we made patches that, and people can make their own fucking shirt? We just give them the patches and they sew it on there like grandma did. Well, you could just do that on Redbubble, man. Like you get an actually good shirt <laughs> rather than a shit Those shirt. Usually, yeah, they're pretty shit. You know, the, the, iron Red, on the Redbubble ones are good. Yeah. I still make I still make a few quid every year from some shit Emacs puns that I put on Redbubble a few years ago. And every time there's a conference with Emacs users, somebody buys like 50 fucking stickers and I get two <laughs> pints of beer. It's great. <laughs> Um, really for an email oh yeah what the uh, do you know the one that makes so one of them i actually did an illustration i think it's the only illustration i've ever done as like an an actual illustration like i drew it i fucking drew it it took ages and then i then because i didn't really know what i was doing i scanned it into the computer and then i re-went over it with um like essentially brushes in illustrator or photoshop i can't remember one of the two to actually then draw out the design it took fucking ages it's definitely not how illustrators would actually do it um and i made this design and i thought i was really proud of it and it occasionally sells a t-shirt or some stickers or whatever um and i was like hey that's that's kind of cool and then i was cycling home from work one day and i was like huh the word emacs is the same number of letters as back and I was like, what if you put the Back to the Future logo, but you put the word Emacs instead of back? It doesn't even really make sense. Do you have a shirt that says Emacs to the Future? I, I don't own it because the joke doesn't really work for me. Like, it's sort of adjacent to a joke, but it's not really a joke. But I just made that. It took five minutes. I put it on Redbubble, and I think it's made me about $400 at this point. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, like I'm not even kidding. When there is a conference where there are a bunch of Emacs users, some guy will be like, huh, that's kind of, is that funny? I don't know. I think it's funny. Whatever. And then they buy 50 stickers, and then I'm like, cool. That's like, <laughs> whatever, man. Um, that's really a, really a testament that, to the uh, quality of Emacs user. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what what can I tell you other than... I think I think our <laughs> the only... things that take loads of time and effort are not the ones that ever make you money. The as things a, you're proud of are not the ones anybody else is ever proud of. As a project, you know, our project here, the the potty. I think the only product we've made, or someone here made, it fucking wasn't me, that is any good, is the wag to jig sticker. We should just sell those. those. Oh, that's a great sticker. That's yeah. a we could sell those. Just we could sell those. We could sell those as a pin. Yeah, it's just the yeah. it's just the delivery. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we can yeah. do that. We have those. We have uh, game of note stickers, which I think are pretty good. 
we could and, just issue this um, so in the chat ben davis has said is the uh, is the jumper secret game of nose merch yeah we can we can sell you a submariner's jumper. jumper with wag to gin on it like, no, like no, no 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 just classic <laughs> just the classic navy blue so you just navy want to become an apparel merch. company now and not put anything on it you just want to sell the fucking shit oh and well, Robert, well, look see that's here's right. the thing Rama, Rama, Rama that's never, right. Yeah, we never got the shout out in the in the picture, as far that's as right. I can tell. That's right. Yeah. We did. We do. A, we did do a second one of one NFT baby baby onesie. The yeah. onesie is amazing. I, I that was that a good one. onesie. Is framed. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I, I I pressed the button and had that produced IRL after <laughs> after provided. It took many there. of us to really to make that happen. <laughs> So I had to create the graphic and and do all the work of that and like get it all correct and right size it and then I had to send it to you and you had to hit click one button. It was I, clearly I, I, it was a, definitely was, a team effort on that one. There was more than one button. I had to fucking <laughs> upload it. I had to size it. I had to painfully sit there and decide if I wanted to pay the money or not. And then I had to fucking press the button. <laughs> Rumor says, "Well, the baby grew and it didn't fit." Yeah, that's that's what happens with those. That's the yeah. So part of the fun. I think, okay, so so I've just, okay, as a side business that might actually be profitable, I think you probably could sell these jumpers in America, right? Because these are really cheap because they're, they produce a load of them for the Royal Navy and they have, they have a specification. They have an MOD specification. They have to be made with British wool and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, and they have to be like particularly hard wearing, yada, 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 yada. I don't think there is just a lineup of people wanting to wear British wool robbing a bank. Hold up. So the thing is, they're actually really durable. They're really warm. They're really good. And they're really cheap because they have to make fucking loads of them for the Royal Navy, right? So why could you not just buy them? In England, because I don't think you can buy them elsewhere because they're military surplus, but you can buy them bulk here, then put a new fucking label on them saying fucking Billy Big Bull's fancy jumper be Steve Jobs. You, you, you're you a twat. You want to be Steve Jobs. Let's fucking go. That might be a long name to put on the on the the neck. Is swing that hang up. the URL? Yeah, whatever. You like you guys you guys understand marketing better than I do. You fucking tell me. Right. So then you put your own fucking thing in the neckaroo, right? And then put a fancy swing tag on it and then wrap it up in brown fucking paper, right? Which you can get a warehouse, just get a bunch of people to do that. And then you fucking sell that shit for two hundred dollars. And, and and believe me, that would be you would be getting a very healthy margin on that. <clears throat> Nobody wears turtlenecks is the problem, except in <laughs> Portland. Okay, so we I guess that's a very that's that's like peak hipster. Territory. You could stand at the front of your local college and flog them at a at a pop up stand, maybe. I mean, if it was nineteen, I mean, it's probably fixed. more profitable than being a Cosmos validator. Let's fucking face look, it. Academia <laughs> is all over that look. You could sell the <laughs> wig too, like the whole tuft wig. <laughs> the, no, no, no. Irish... What you need to pair with it is one of those like beanies that don't go over your ear. The ones that are like itsy bitsy. Yeah, like yeah, what the you rolled up thing that the sailors Ex- also wear that with a exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we should we should brand that square hat with the dangly thing. Oh yeah, Ooh, yeah, that too. <laughs> <That's> 
Yep. <laughs> Maybe we should. If you wear a Game of Nodes square hat with a dangly thing at graduation, that that would be respect. I don't think, I'm not sure you graduate. In, do you graduate from a postgraduate? No, I think you just up on stage and then you, you got to wear robes. And I, think, did, I don't know. You could get one of those. You could get like a giant gold medallion with a chain and put that over your robes. I assume they just say, thanks for the cash, idiot. And then they tell you to fuck like, off. Fuck off. Enjoy your. Off. That, that would be funny to do. Enjoy your, your blockchain bullshit. <laughs> Enjoy your blockchain bullshit. Good dude. luck. <laughs> Good luck out there. <laughs> the world's moved down while you've been in here. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh, um, I, um, yeah, I had a whole thing where I was, uh, I needed to debug some stuff on a server the other day very urgently. And it was literally like the oh, I, I, uh, the only place I could. Well, luckily, there's there's fucking loads of buildings now in central London that are owned by University College London that I can swipe a pass, go into, and there's free fucking Wi-Fi, which is great. Actually, very high. Strongly recommend a PhD as a very expensive way of getting free Wi-Fi throughout London. Um, and then you just like sat there with all these like you're just like oh fuck 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 like in the corner of like essentially a library they're all libraries there's just loads and loads UCL has like fucking nineteen libraries what the fuck anyway there's probably more than it has whatever anyway and you're just like there's no like what the fuck am I doing with my life more than being my age in the like huddled in the corner of a library while there's all these fucking kids sorry with their lives ahead of them and you're just like why aren't the fucking ports mapping properly? And you're like, the life of a validator, man. <laughs> fucking. It's like, I'm actually 24. This is just how it's aged me. You know, fucking. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually 20. I'm actually 20. Um, do you know what's really weird as well? You know, you talk to undergraduates and they're talking about like, um, like, like I, I can remember it and it is very real. Like, I don't want to diminish it. Like it's fucking stressful being a student in your final year and whatnot. And looking at the world of work and being like, fuck, what am I going to do? I need to fucking pay my rent and shit. But like, it feels baffling, you know, when you've been doing this shit for too long and you're just like, oh yeah, yeah. Imagine not having to just by default fucking work like that it's this new thing that you're worried about you definitely want to do fuck i don't know yeah like do you ever like look back at your misspent career in tech and be like and then you you like i guess is what you do when you see somebody who's on a different point in their career right they haven't even started their career in tech and you're just like you should do it obviously but it is a faustian bargain young padawan only in blockchain <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't launch your blockchain. Don't launch your blockchain. Whatever you do, don't launch your blockchain. Oh, just stay away from that. Just, just stay the fuck away from that. Basically, would be my. I was looking. I wanted. I was coming back to uh, Schultz's comment on Kujira and Osmosis and market caps and all that kind of stuff. I actually, I was just back on CoinGecko looking at that data. That's actually, you're right. They, they definitely flipped position in terms of market cap with uh, Kujira at uh, 168 million and Osmo at 166. But the trading the trading volume per day is almost twenty x on Osmo. So uh, I I got four x from what I was looking at. I got Kajira looks like it's about one million, and Osmosis is about four million per day. Kajira and CoinGecko shows Kajira at six hundred thousand, and and uh, Osmo at ten million. 
interesting. I looked at the, the different websites. Like I went straight to the source, so there must be different. Ooh, I don't know. Where, I don't know. Where, Gecko might be getting from God knows where they get their. I mean, they sure, probably it's get fine. Research yeah. showdown. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just restating. I'm just restating what's on Kangecko. Um, yeah, it's interesting, and, and I'm really, I'm really curious on like the actual volume on each on each thing. Like, I mean, I know Osmosis drives like the majority of actual moves, but because uh, it actually goes back into one of the news items, which I don't know if we want to talk about, but but uh, one of the news items this week was that Sunny comes to the realization that Osmo isn't part isn't the real hub. This is Rama's. Talk. Rama says that bots trade on Osmo only. Sure, no, I but that is. There's no doubt about it, right? That's, I mean, you would you make that case for for any of these? I mean, that Kujira. And Kujira as well, right? So, I, you I know, mean, at this point, I am all of crypto very, is just one big bottom. It's yeah. always just like a circle stake. I also am like, at this point, where we have like a kind of we're all drinking beer fireside chat, we really should just have Rama and Ben on because all we're doing is talking to the chat, which is Rama and Ben. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and that's not a bad idea, honestly. And, re- and reading their news, which, which, uh, anyway. So uh, I guess Sunny's coming back. There's a. I'll put a link in the show notes to both this tweet as well as there's a link to the um, the Commonwealth or not Commonwealth. It's on the Adam Cosmos. Did we what, did we mention that? Is. The, that's the, what I'm doing right now. Nine hundred thousand. That's what I'm doing right now. You pay attention. You, so, so, so you said, uh, kind of has sort of, I'm trying to bring it back on rails, smoothly, smoothly, yeah, and to the news segment so smoothly, in fact, that that all fell asleep. Should we talk about the news? Yeah, so, I made yeah, that like, That's how fucking know. smooth it is. So, so, the fun thing about this piece of news, right? So, the piece of news is that. Um, Why do we have to derail everything of progress on this, <laughs> this episode? <laughs> I didn't realize oh, that you're doing this. So it's very smooth, very smooth. <laughs> so Null's kind of cocked talk, this up. Right. Let's, sh- so let's shit on it now. <laughs> Osmosis, right, isn't part of the atom economic zone. Wants a bit of the pie. Rama's words there. I'm using them verbatim. Thank you, Rama. Um, requesting 900k atoms to use as protocol-owned liquidity on Osmosis. The fun thing about reading this news item in particular is that when I... And back to the previous point about people we should just have on the podcast. When I was reading the links that Rama had posted to this piece, I just discovered Ben Davis's thoughts on this exact piece of news on the thread and was like, that's interesting. Thank you, Ben. Um, maybe the real circle stake was the viewers we discovered along the way. What What was his piece of news on this? Oh, just, just that Ben... <laughs> wrote a, a quite substantial write-up on the post that sunny had posted on the atom forum oh yeah um, i do see bendy one i'll anyway so i'll put a link to that uh that prop so yeah so anyway i, I mean also increase the comment was it increase osmos tvl by 10 percent increase the atom and st atom stride atom liquidity by 50 percent um the the i thought that the i read through kind of a bunch of the comments associated to this and um both stride supporting this and and uh i saw i saw bendy's and robo's uh comment associated with this i thought there's there's so many people that in this thread calling out that the idea that osmosis become a consumer chain as a part of this prop and i thought that was just fascinating that that had like that came up where that any any so the the aez or this idea that we're um trying to be able to take this this 
source of wealth within the cosmos. And so therefore anything that gets use of that source of wealth has to be an, an, uh, a consumer chain. Um, just kind of, I think in my eyes defeats the whole fucking purpose of this ecosystem. Well, um, and like, sorry, continue with your thoughts. No, that was it. Like it, it's just, it's just fascinating that like, like if you went back two years, I know we're like the bear and all this type of stuff, but if you went back two years, this idea that like if anybody wants to take liquidity or that therefore they have to be a consumer chain and we have one validator set, it goes like that would that would I would never would have thought that conversation would have happened 18 months ago. It's just it, interesting, like what drives that. It well, it's because it's driven uh, by DGENs rather than by. Well, it's kind well, of. Yeah, well, it's a bit like, I don't know. It's a bit Lord of the Rings where I have my precious and precious like this precious is that we have this huge amount of like, we have this huge value that we've created in this, in this thing. And we're trying to figure out how to protect it. And so anybody who wants to come and take a piece of that, like then, then we instantly clam up and then we have to, we have a, now we have a method with ICS to be able to, to be able to use a position to, to take advantage of those consumer chains. Right. Um, or to be able to make them an income generating type of source for my precious. And it's, I believe it's you're, just, I believe you're actually kind of talking about rent. I believe you're talking about becoming a rentier class. What does so, that mean? Well, so it's essentially rent-seeking behavior, isn't it? Where you say, "I have capital. I would like rent for the for for my capital. I have capital. You want my but, capital, so I'm going to demand rent in exchange for any marginal benefit extracted from my capital." Uh, but that that exists anyway, right? You could you could do that just by having LPs and having like that. There's processes to be able to do that. What this really is, is not that I'm taking rent for that capital, but I'm taking ownership of your home and renting it back to you <laughs> from an yeah. ICS perspective. So it's like a, yeah, I guess, what is, I guess of... I'm like traditional banking, actually, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but ICS yeah. doesn't take ownership. They just, I don't, I don't agree. They don't take ownership? No, well, they just provide the security, right? They still like the, well, the chain itself still has it. all of its own token. Like, if anything, I think ICS chains are taking advantage of Atom. Like, they're basically getting free fucking validating, so they're having their cake and eating it too. I, I, I don't think they're taking except advantage. Cakes, except their cake's a shit cake. Well, well but still, but cake. it's not that. Yeah, there is no cake. <laughs> like that's the point. Okay, they have it's no a fucking gummy bear. I don't know, but well, it's, not, <laughs> it's not a fucking gummy bear either. No, it's nothing. They have nothing. They well, they they have their nothing, and it gets to exist for free, basically. <laughs> yeah, but that's the point. It's nothing. If you you're no, that's if that Atom is, stops. No, if Atom stops, their party stops. That is so converse what to what you were what just saying. Own? What you were just saying is that Adam was taking ownership and thus reaping the benefit in a rentier like behavior yeah, i'm saying that adam doesn't get fucking anything out of it they get to provide security basically for free true no they do get something out of it because what? they can they get to say oh we've got an they can stop their chain and then you go to zero what how, how much closer to zero can some of those things get <laughs> okay fair point that's my like point is, they're at the bottom of the log okay 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 my point is like I, look, I don't give a shit that much about all of this like complete libertarian stuff, as you know. But a big portion of this entire fucking circle stake, right, is supposed to be against the idea that somebody can tell you what to do, right? And fundamentally, although it would result in systemic collapse of Atom, when you agree to ICS, you are under the cosh of the Atom economic zone, right? 
it is like being a state in the US and saying we will accept federal jurisdiction. It is conceptually similar. You have like okay, I'm fucking really mixing metaphors here, but whatever. You're you some stuff you get to work out for yourself, some stuff you don't. Fundamentally, if you fuck up enough, the US Army comes knocking at your door, right? And in the case of permissionless blockchains, which are primarily economic in nature, the only thing they can really fucking do is shut you down, right? But fundamentally, on a, on a really like serious level, you don't own anything, right? So long as you're renting your security, you are a renter, right? It's, it is like renting a flat versus owning a flat, something like that. At the end of the day, your landlord can, under certain situations, perhaps ruinously for themselves, because of some you know economic circumstance around throwing you out throw you out right and it might be economically ruins ruinous for them to do so for whatever reason you might sue them who knows but they can throw you out right and that is always a risk and that's I, like i i don't agree with that analogy at all because there's there has to be like <laughs> there has to be an exchange of something to be a renter like handing you a fucking empty envelope is not renting anything well, so I think you're correct. I think the problem is people are, they're saying that they're going to pay rent, right? Like that's the big argument that they're saying, all right, so by taking us on, you're going to earn all this rent. And the reality is they're not actually fulfilling it, right? So okay, but this, right. doesn't that and, make my point? Uh, so, so forget the renting think, analogy, but doesn't that make my 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 concern about risk I, even I think more what valid? You're, that what you're, you're in the position of being a renter and you're a deadbeat, right? So, so not only are you in the weak, asymmetric power position of being a renter of the thing that keeps the party going but you're also a deadbeat renter who isn't paying any fucking rent and you I, I think, what, that's you're, risk. I, that's I think risk. what you're saying is that they're hostages to adam i don't think they're yeah, 100 yeah but a rent what, a renter is a renter is a hostage to a landlord i don't know if that's fair though because like I don't actually see a reality in which the validators go you know what neutron hasn't paid us we're running all this extra hardware Fuck them. Let's vote them out and then I mean, kick Neutron out. Oh, I, I, I would probably vote on that. I'd be like, I'm ready to rock. Well, not necessarily against Neutron, <laughs> to be clear. But like, I mean, eventually, like, that eventually, if, if it continued the way it was going, it's going, it would happen, right? Yeah. Like, the, you think so? Ge- you think that would actually happen? There would mm-hmm. be such people have tried or, to shut or, down Chihuahua like three times. The only chain that I'm aware of that's been shut down is Cerberus. Kerberos, whatever. Yep. No, I'm and that even shut down was contentious. But, that wasn't even 100 voting. Shutdown is being shutdown is separate. Being kicked out of the ICS, like 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 you would like because like back to the Adam Validator set. Like like I know that we've made. There's a ton of there's a ton of rules and like um, I guess uh, provisions around you know what validators have to participate and how much own their ship they have. Like there, there's they've broken the kind of the idea of having a validator set to be able to make this structure fit. Right. Because the incentives aren't there now, eventually I'm not saying it's where we are, but if those, if those pressure gets higher and higher and the number of ICS chains grow and the losses keep going, then those rules would change again. And at some point, is it possible that they say, fuck this chain, get this chain out of here and they have to move off. Yeah, of course they would. Right. Like, I mean, that that's, I, I would think, why wouldn't that happen? Like they would, they would, somebody would find that and say, this is, we're going to get this out of here. It's not, it's not valuable. It doesn't mean the chain stops. It just means that export, it just gets kicked out of the, the renting situation. I don't ben, like that analogy. Ben either. is I, I just, seething at this whole conversation. He is fucking walking around I, in circles. I just, in I his just room. can't fucking still understand. Bed now, so I, just, I, I just can't fucking understand why people understand your keys, your crypto, 
But somehow people in Cosmos have got this fucking idea into their heads that, you know, not your ledger. Yeah, totally fine. Your crypto. It's like, no, you run the ledger or you don't fucking run the ledger. 150, 200 validators is already not decentralized. It's already fucking theater. It's a complete joke. It is systemic. It is massively vulnerable. The only reason that, you know, is that luckily 200 people can never agree on anything ever. That's the only reason that there isn't any major risk factor from the 200 uh, validator set. And then it's like, okay, we're going to centralize all the remaining chains into this and this big basket of risk. And that's totally cool. It's like, yeah, okay. At that point, let's just fucking give up. Like IBC is the party. The entire party in the Cosmos ecosystem is IBC. And ICS is just fundamentally... it takes it takes IBC and it just makes a mockery of it. I don't know. I just don't know how to put it any better than that. Like I think it's a joke. The two the two technologies are fundamentally and and an, uh, antithetical to one another. I think that's a bit of a stretch. I don't wouldn't consider them antithetical, but I do think it kind of like makes you squint a little bit, right? Like mesh security, I think fits pretty well within the IBC narrative. It does. Um, sure. Yeah. ICS does. doesn't hit that harder for me. and more difficult, but yeah, I agree. I love Sonny's comment. <laughs> Sonny's comment. What would be a suitable form of alignment that doesn't involve adopting an immature technology like ICS v1? <laughs> Shots it's like you work in <laughs> you work in blockchain. We're, we, uh, we deal with immature technologies, my man. Golden Ratio said, why on the earth would the hub give us most of $6 million more in liquidity when they can keep it in-house on Neutron and Duality? Well, part of the reason is that Osmosis is 93% of the actual transaction. And I don't even know how to use Neutron. I, yeah. <laughs> I, like actually, to... I had to look, I had to Google duality after that comment because I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> it's, it's a Slipknot album, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I don't really know Slipknot. Uh, I, I mean, I, I literally, I know that one song that always comes on when you go to a metal silent disco at a festival. You know, the duh, 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 duh. Da, 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 that one that's Slipknot isn't it I, I quite like Slipknot to be honest I haven't listened to it in a very long time but in like high school that was my jam I was more of a system <laughs> of a down that's more of a system of a down kind of guy I know what you got what is actually launched on Neutron I, I am not aware of anything other than like Astroport do they do they do anything else does anyone know I, I don't I'm, I'm, I'm looking a, into it right now I'm not a validator there so because I ain't on the old at home on the old at home at home hey uh what the fuck is this bathroom incident about i read the thing and it's it just looks like someone's memeing hard the old coach um yeah i so the news item here is that uh there is a twitter up link in the show notes from oxdow which i don't know who this person is i don't know if anybody knows who this is yeah isn't 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 the name of the of grandpa sister grandpa simpson's squad mate who died while taking the when you know too, where they have the you know where they have too, the tontine in the Simpsons too obscure. So yeah, coach, coach the first does a, was ox. He died. He got a hernia carrying the art out of the out of the chateau. Right? Fuck, I want classic to you right classic now. Simpsons fans will understand. <laughs> coach does right. a uh, a spaces like on I think it's like a Friday night thing in the states. Oh, it's yeah? like it's like on Saturday here. And I don't, I'm not sure if he still does it, man, but I used to listen to it sometimes when I was driving places on Saturday. It's fucking funny. But oh, it, is it? Yeah. But it's, it's like, uh, the whole thing's fucking satire. So I can only assume that this is satire as well. But, uh, you know, it doesn't read starter. like satire. 
conversation starter. What what goes on in the bathroom at uh, OsmoCon? Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit. It was a little bit direct. I thought. Well, it's not direct because <laughs> it doesn't really talk about what the hell happened or who it is. But but anyway, I feel like it's one of those scenes where there's like you know there's a whole scene and then like everybody leaves and then someone comes out of the stall and it's like it's coach (laughs) of course i i I had to leave a comment of course so what's the sorry i just keep going back to it's because it mentioned osmo again i was just like i can't stop thinking about that rent man (laughs) i'm I'm gonna make this analogy work for fuck's sake and no, I fuck the analogy. The analogy. If I, could just them, if I could just make them understand my point Not of view. The analogy. Fuck the analogy. Anyway, um, we're okay now, but we're in a position now where, like, the during during the even the tail end of the bull, even uh, a while ago, you know, the Osmo was the real hub was like a meme, but also like you know, don't let your memes just be dreams, you know. But Jesus, it, that's a shirt. It, 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 <laughs> Huh. <laughs> oh yeah. Um it, I I would say that the the co- you know that the, the Osmo's Osmo's relevance, right? Not to say it's market not to mention it's market cap was so heavily correlated with the success of the wider ecosystem that you know is it's, it's a, like I think it's a very bearish indicator, isn't it, that this is where Osmo is right now. And like obviously there are newer um dexes and whatnot coming in the space and all that kind of thing that that's all sort of happened in the meantime so if a bear if a bull market rolled around tomorrow would we expect to see osmo back in that conversation of like the hub or Uh, do you think other things have taken its place now at this point to be clear like i don't i don't think that was considered in terms of ics i think that that was one of the that was just a commentary from from oh, yeah, individuals yeah, yeah, on that group. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I would not think that the Osmo team would consider that at all. Well, of course not. No. Yeah. But 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 like, you know, the fact that the fact that smart asses will even raise that, I think is a very I think is a bearish indicator on Osmo, but it's also I think a bearish indicator on the whole cosmos. What? Which part I don't know that I agree. So yeah, like all, all DEXs aren't doing well right now, right? So of course Osmo going down. Whereas Adam, like, I think Osmo is still mostly known within, like, Cosmos active users, right? Whereas Adam is not. Adam has, like, Coin Bureau that talks about it and, like, Cointelegraph. Osmo isn't in that scene. So without that marketing branch and without, like, the central exchanges allowing the trading, and so, like, people understand the narrative of Adam, but they, they won't be able to see it for Osmo as much. For the people who actually, you know, used it, I think... It's true that Osmo felt like the actual hub. I think that what could have saved Osmo is actually um, instituting some sort of IBC fees earlier or at all, as it were. And then like, like in my mind, what should be happening is IBC should be getting fees and that should go split between like validators and relayers themselves. The blind share, in my opinion, towards relayers because relayers are the ones actually paying them. But like if Osmo is doing, I don't remember the exact number, but let's say a hundred thousand IBC transactions a day, which I think is reasonable for what they're doing. And it was, you know, one cent each that's still what? $10,000, I guess, thousand dollars of real quote unquote, real yield per day. Schultze thousand dollars a day. That's I know. Still- like I, I, I shot pretty low there. I was just doing spitballing yeah. numbers, but still. Schultz, I was having right. similar thoughts earlier on in the pod. 
they were controversial. I didn't raise them. So what I think would be like a cool proposition uh, would be if they eliminated like trade fees altogether. Obviously, this this is like so that that affects LPing and stuff like that. But if you eliminated trade fees and had no deposit fees but had withdrawal fees sort of like what um or maybe have you know some some lower make <laughs> I found another one um some maker and taker fees but basically like encouraging people to bring token in and discouraging them to take it out uh so having to do something with it while it's, and get rid of the fucking inflation man like get just yeah, chop that sure. inflation up like there's so much pressure on that token from inflation. It's not funny. I mean, okay, so they they already kind of have that, right? I think that the big reason why I think if you were to if I were to have to make an argument for the one reason why Osmos prices tanked so much, it's because of their 14 day withdrawal, right? Like after Terra went down, and I saw what because I was directly affected by it, and I couldn't withdraw for 14 days after UST went under. Haven't used Osmos since. Like that's way too much risk. Like if they they need to figure something out better with that because that's basically what they're doing right they're instituting a form of you can you can deposit so easy you'll get rewards every epoch oh but yeah but if you if you undo then yeah you get four you, you lose yield for 14 days and it's gonna take 14 days to withdraw uh, it's it's just not the same ask as staking staking i mean yeah osmo has super fluid staking or whatever it's called um which which is you you stake whenever you're doing lping Right, but that's such a big ask compared to I. I'm not aware of really any other ecosystem that has that, where you're kind of required to be in there if you deposit. Also, yeah, in general, right. like back to your point, like LPing is like relatively high risk, and the reward has to be there, and it's like that much less attractive in the current market. So there kind of needs to be. Yeah, back to the when you have inflation like running roughshod over your token value, there's there's just this colossal internal disincentive to, to LPing within your system, even before even if the, the 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 period was five days, three days, you're still just like, well, fundamentally, if you're not making money, who gives a shit how many days it is? Like, what's the point? Um you know there are other safer ways of, uh, of of making money. Okay, not loads, but there are they exist. Uh, I the irony, I of course, is never that never LP'd because of that fucking risk. Yeah, exactly. The irony, of course, is that you know crypto is supposed to be saving, like making things faster, right? Like, oh, we want to use crypto instead of banks because banks will take three to five days to actually do a transfer, and then it takes fourteen days to withdraw your money from let's just call it a high yield savings account. It's not obviously, but like the comparison. No, absolutely not. No. Well, but also the, the, the idea that there's this crypto idea, right? Which is that, um, nobody, uh, this is so different to the existing financial system. You know, it, it's only com comparable to itself. Is it fuck everybody? who is investing money in things like LPs and they do see themselves as investors, you know, albeit with a higher risk thing, of course they're comparing it to government bonds, to savings accounts, to all these other things like, like, and so, yeah, it's a complete, it is a bit of a fantasy, isn't it? I think it, it, 
it's back to that like lack of under it, it's back to the kind of believing your own hype and not understanding like where everybody else is at like the the macro i suppose maybe um yeah <laughs> don't know I, I we we LP, i lp'd some of of what i made really really early on in the cosmos and fuck me i had to write a bunch of code to work out the tax burden on what i ended up making which was like a couple hundred pounds and it took me like three days to write the code and to come up with a number and i was like i'm never doing this shit again <laughs> it's just not worth it yeah yeah it, it was the same for me it uh Whenever I put it through, uh, I think Coin Tracker, it was like you made like one point two million dollars, and I was like, "Okay, so I'm down like many thousands of dollars this year. I'm pretty sure I'm not up one point two million dollars just because of the way that the LPs would adjust and it didn't know how to account for it." And I was just like, "Ah, oh, Jesus God!" That was exactly it. I handed it. <laughs> I handed like our um, our Coinly account, like, and I just like that sounds right. I think that's the one. The yeah. Uh, and then my accounts were like. Hey, so it says um, you made seven hundred thousand dollars, and I was like, "No, I think I made about two hundred and ninety dollars." And they're like, "But it says all of these," and I'm like, "I think those are just all of the transactions that made up all the things that gave me fees." Um, yeah, we didn't make. It was a complete waste of time. But um, and then I had to write, yeah, thing to work it out, and it was like, "Yep, it's like two hundred ninety dollars. <laughs> cool." Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Massive pain in the nuts. But um, yeah, everybody's watching the clock. I can see it. So can anyone explain to me what in the fuck is going on with Mantadow? Is something going on with it? With the, so look, it's very hard to understand. There's... (laughs) 